This is the Football Super Podcast. In the end zone, it is caught for the win! A Patriot Sports Radio and Game On Podcast collaboration. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Picking the NFL spreads week by week. And now, here are your hosts, Eric, Chris, and Will. New cover art, intro. I mean, we kind of are uh, looking a little bit legit, I would say. Downright official. Up in the big leagues, baby. I mean, that's the highest produced thing I've ever done on any of my shows right there. We we tend we we tend to bring it make everybody step their game up a little bit when we when we show up. <laughs> don't don't set the bar too high. These people yep. are going to tune in and be like, "All right, we're going to get some great quality stuff here." I mean, it's a lot of yeah. pressure. Chris is serious down here with the with the editing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I got I I got some. I I, I got to drive to Spokane today. Which is a little over two hours. And it's not the driving. I, I don't mind driving. It's driving with kids. <laughs> I'm not, I'm scared. I'm worried. <laughs> because not only is it the two hour drive up there, it's it's uh we're coming back because I'm like, we we can't stay the night. We gotta go to my niece's one year old birthday party, right? So we gotta do all that fun stuff today. And then and then I gotta uh and then I'm like, I got football tomorrow, honey. We got to drive back. We're not staying the night. What are you talking about? I got a show tomorrow morning. And so uh, committed for you guys out there. We are committed. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm nervous. You know, got a five-year-old and a six-month, or not five-year-old, a two-year-old and a five-month-old. So this, this will be interesting. So you've got two multi-hour drives and your only respite is a one-year-old's birthday party, which any parent knows is the least relaxing thing possibly in the world. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So at least we're here talking football. I can enjoy and relax a little bit, and then just know the rest of my day is full of stress. Full of stress. What up, Jonah? Glad you're up with us this early, man. Yeah, Good what's going morning. on? Hey, welcome, welcome into the Football Super Podcast, where we are on a mission to win bet on lines. $200,000 top prize in their NFL Super Contest. And we're currently, listen, I know last week we went three and two. No, we went two and three. Sorry, two and three. Wasn't a winning week, but we're hitting 60% right now. We're six, six and four. That's 60%. That's pretty damn good in the NFL. So we're, we're still in it. We're doing, we're doing fine. If we hit 60% the rest of the year, I mean, we're we're probably not winning it, but we'll be in the money for sure. I can guarantee you that. But we're teaming up myself, Will from Game On, and Chris and Eric from Patriot Sports Radio. We are teaming up to bring you guys every Saturday morning, bright and early. It's five thirty in the morning over here. I'm on the West Coast, so just know that this is how committed I am to you guys. And we are going to break down the NFL slate. And find five picks against the spread that we like to enter into the contest. And you guys get to watch it all and see the behind the scenes of what goes on. Why do we like the picks? How do we break them down? What happens when we disagree? And ultimately, how do we come up with our five picks 
and enter them into the contest. And if you're listening to this and, and it's after the fact, you can get it anywhere. Uh, you can get it on YouTube, which is youtube.com forward slash game on podcast. You can watch it on any of our Twitter feeds. Uh, we're on Facebook. Also, we both put this up in podcast format. So either game on sports news and picks, wherever you get your podcast or Patriot sports radio, wherever you get your podcast, go subscribe to both of those. At least one, at least one, right? Yeah. Did I miss anything guys? Did I miss anything there. I think, that, I think that's a pretty decent intro, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear you say gameon.locals.com. Well, we're getting to that part because obviously <laughs> you could just skip all the stuff that I just said there and just be a member for free at gameon.locals.com and you'll get everything. You'll get notified about every single thing that we're on, plus bonus stuff that people don't see or stuff you'll get it first there at gameon.locals.com. Great community. We're up to 212 members over there. It is growing and it's growing fast. As a new member, I can say it is a positive EV experience. Boom. I'm getting all kinds of good info over there. Boom. I love it. That's what I like to hear. And I'm not flooded with notifications. Just a couple when there's something worth looking at. A lot of these apps flood you with notifications. Yours is just a dot. And I only get one, get them once in a while. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't. I Listen, the whole email thing, because I, I, I only I don't when I post something, I have the option to email every member. I don't usually always do it because I don't like bugging people with emails because we all we've all been there. But it is nice to let you know, hey, going live. Here's the link. Just a little reminder. Oh, hey, found a nugget. Here's a play that I like. Yeah. You might, if you're in, into sports betting and you want to bet on these games and you want to get the line as soon as possible, I send something out. I'm like you better. Here's what I'm on. You better get it now. You'll get the email notification. You it. are doing yourself a disservice if you're mm-hmm. not looking at this stuff before you're placing your hard-earned money on sports games. You can't afford not to join sports for free. Ball games. <laughs> I wanted to say games, and I wanted to say sports, and I said sports games. It still worked. <laughs> How are we doing this morning, guys? Good. Good. I set the alarm for 5, got up at 5. 15 i think that's a solid routine and a nice hour to sit here and second guess all my stuff which i didn't do this week bit of a weird week wouldn't you say dude when you said that i was like how the hell did you get up at 5 15 go to mcdonald's get over to christmas <laughs> plate i'm thinking uh pacific time but i forget your yep. your guys are on central 7 30 so like, here ah I go. In the future <laughs> god that's nice that's nice <laughs> too early <laughs> all right well should we just should we get into this what do you guys think i got i got the lines pulled up here's the contest like i said last week we went let's pull this up last week we went two and three and now i'm not gonna lie i was really excited about we were two and two going into uh monday night football i was really excited about that titans pick we're getting 10 points oh man First quarter, uh, listen to this. This is first quarter at 7 7. I'm going into a volleyball game, and, uh, you know, these schools, they have, I don't know what the hell it is. They jam the signal or whatever. You can't refresh anything once you're inside that school. So oh. I'm like, okay, whatever. I get out. We're heading home. By the time I, you know, the app and everything works, I refresh, and the bills are just spanking them. I'm like, oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> Don't and even know what happened. Up. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Heavy Steps is in the house. 
where where are the Patriot Sports located? Great question. PatriotSportsNow.com. That's where you'll find our blogs, our forum, there. all our podcasts, our social media links, this podcast, everything. Love it. Love it. And in the end of the Steelers do. game was rigged. Listen, this is why last week I said we are no longer betting Thursday night football, no matter how much we love it, for a contest pick. For the contest pick, we aren't doing it because of crazy stuff like the end of the Steelers game. That was classic color rush shit right there. Just, I was I was there along with everyone else who had the Steelers in a teaser. And I was like, I turned it off, right? I turned the game off. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, okay, well, at least the Ste- I, had, I had Steelers plus five and a half. I'm like, well, God, I missed that by a hook. But whatever, my teasers are alive because I had like three different teasers. And then I saw some stuff and people saying things. I go, why is everyone freaking out? And then I got on social media and I saw the last play and I go, ooh. Oh. What's going on, Jason? To lose. Good morning, good morning, good morning. We're just about to get in to these picks but i pulled up i've got the uh i got i over at uh pregame.com i have um the lines pulled up so we can look at worse there's some interesting line movement with some news and one of the things that i'm kicking myself on there's two things i'm kicking myself on uh one not snagging jacksonville plus seven because i bet it but i didn't snag it for the contest now now the line moved to jacksonville plus three because herbert doesn't look like he's gonna go yeah it doesn't look good for him yeah, and the other thing is, uh, I did have I wanted to if if you see uh, Kansas City right here, Kansas City. Uh, you told me earlier in the week, snag it at minus six and a half before it goes to seven. I did that. Down. And, well, yeah, and then literally the next day, uh, a respected capper that I listened to, Steve Fezzik from over pregame.com, he says this thing's coming down. It's not going to seven. It's going the other way. And I Wild. got. I go, this guy is right more time than he's wrong with these things. And so I thought about, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to leave it at minus six and a half because I go, Eric liked it. I'm going to leave it. I don't want to snag the Colts, even though I like the Colts at plus six and a half. Um, I would love it more at plus seven. But I'm like, just in case it does go to minus seven, then we can have a conversation about it. And then it moved. And I go, damn it. I should have taken the Colts at plus six and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's down to five and a half. Yeah, yeah. But we'll get we'll get into that. We'll get into all of that with you guys and we're going to do that right now. And normally I let Eric go first, but I want to start this thing off with some 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 tension, all right? I don't think we haven't like, done this yet. We haven't this is this is going to be new. Um but how it works is Eric and I rank we rank our favorite picks and 5 is our most confident down to uh 1. And so I will start with my five, and then we'll go to Eric and get his five, and then we'll go four, four, three, three, two, two, one, one. And I'm going to give you my best pick of the week. And the disrespect that people are giving the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is just <laughs> shameful. Here we go. It is just shameful. You, okay, what? Tom Brady's missing a few weapons. He's gone his whole career without any like, weapons. Don't Anyone? they know they signed Cole Beasley? Yeah. To the practice squad. <laughs> no, I like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and here's why. It has nothing to do. I'm not worried about Tampa Bay's offense. Listen, I think people are forgetting the fact that uh, the Bucs not only are 2-0, but they've covered both games, which means they're meeting their above expectations, and they've won those games by double digits. Now, you could say it's due to their defense, 
and not so much on their offense. And I'll agree with you. And the fact that I like Tampa Bay and I've been on Tampa Bay for these last two games, and you guys call me a Tommy lover. I'm like, yeah, but I'm cashing tickets over here. So, I mean, it's the best of both worlds for me. But it's that defense. Their defense is absolutely insane. I said it at the beginning of the season. I go, I think Tampa Bay's defense can be as good as the defense that won the Super Bowl a couple years ago because they're healthy. Last year, they had the core pieces. The front seven was fine, but it was a secondary. They couldn't keep anyone healthy. Hell, they brought Richard Sherman in, and he ended up getting hurt the first game, too. They could not keep anyone healthy, but now they've got people healthy. Todd Bowles is great defensively. Say what you want about the guy, but he's he, he pretty damn good defensively. He helped them win that Super Bowl the first year that Tom was there. Now, they're healthy, and you see it. I'm not saying Jameis Winston is the best quarterback on the run, but uh, he he had this nice. He was he was rolling out, and he had this nice easy. I mean, he needed three yards for the first down, and he decided to tuck it and go for it. The quickness that the linebacker, a linebacker, not a DB, a linebacker, closed the gap on him and stopped him from even getting anywhere near that first down line. It just shows the speed and and and, and just the effectiveness of that defense. Now, let's talk about Tampa Bay's offense. Yeah, there's some players out. Maybe that's why this line opened up minus two and a half. And now we're down to pick. There's some players out. There's some players out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just a few. I mean, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Julio, we don't know what's going to happen. Doesn't matter. The main thing is you, non-factors. Got, you got Tom Brady out there. All right. He already His knows. His finger hurts. His fi- he chopped it off, right? I mean, did you see that? <laughs> He acted like he chopped off his finger on his on his uh, social media. It was hilarious. The guy is going to take what the defense gives him. He's going to just do what he's done these last two games and put them in the best position to win. I'm not worried about Tom. What I am worried about is Aaron Rodgers going up against that defense because you want to say Tom doesn't have any weapons. Who the hell does Green Bay have? Also, what was just supposed to be like, hey, Green Bay looks fine now. They blew out the Bears. That's the only thing they've done this year is blown out the Bears. They have not looked good. Also, their left tackle, Bakhtiari, I saw early. I don't know his status now, but I saw that he was back on the injury report. I mean, that's not a good sign either. We saw what happened in the first game when he didn't play. So I'm more worried about Rodgers trying to move the ball against that stacked Tampa Bay defense than I am worried about whatever Green Bay's defense is going to throw at Tom because we know Tom's going to take whatever the defense gives them. And, oh, by the way, Tampa looks pretty damn good running the ball. So they've got that going for them. And I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> People are saying that we only pick three games against the spread because we take the Patriots and the Bucks every single week. They're saying that maybe we should change our intro and our art. I said, no. <laughs> I don't, you got Akeem Hicks, who also isn't going to play, not to mention all the pass catchers. Not even Cade Otten is practicing. I feel this game's going to be decided by some weird shit on special teams, and I don't want any part of it. Tampa Bay's winning this game by double digits. <laughs> I, I haven't been wrong yet this double year digits, on him. No, you haven't. Yet. And and I got heavy in the chat talking about he's got him on the money line. So. What is now? I can't really talk about it. Now there's two against one. I'm just hey, this is also what I'm saying here. Everyone thinks you know. I keep taking like you said. I'll tell you what. You can take him till he does till he doesn't cover. There we go. There we go. I mean, he hasn't lost you. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I know that we keep taking the Patriots and Tampa, or at least I do, and I keep liking it. But 
I'll tell you next week. I, I haven't looked at the line. I could go ahead and look at the look ahead lines right now. I'm probably taking Kansas City against Tampa Bay. Unless somehow Tampa Bay gets miraculously healthy on offense. So These Florida games are always weird when the Packers go down there. It's, it's their home opener, too. Rich Basacci is going to do something with the special teams. Or, I, I don't know. It's going to be weird. I do have one stat that, that concerns weird. me. One stat is teams, and I think this goes back to 2012, teams that are on the road for the first two games of the season when they come back for their home opener, 36% against the spread. Ooh, I thought you were going to say that Tampa Bay has run 11 plays in the red zone and gained eight yards. I thought that was going to be the stat that upset you. Is that true? Yes. Not worried. Like, Not worried. But it's two games. It's two game sample. I think uh, Leonard Fournette is going to do all the stuff. Playoff I'm Lenny, Leonard Playoff Lenny. He's going to tear us up. I think we but might have some value. I don't know if Lenny's enough. If you want to bet, I think there might be some value on getting Tom over one and a half touchdowns. He hasn't done it yet. I'd rather take Lenny two touchdowns for probably like seven fifty. You want to go against the goat? Like that. You want to go against the goat? I mean, if if Montgomery did that to us last week, Leonard Fournette is a better running back than David Montgomery. <laughs> so yeah, I take it you're not high on this pick. No, but I will allow it in. Because you are two and zero picking Tom, we we, 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 we aren't there because yet. It's, we, a, it's no, just good aren't. business to <laughs> ride this trend. And just so everyone knows, we got some. It, it, the boys are, are are Green Bay fans, so that's why I said we we're going to start this off with some tension. So just so the audience knows, it's a nice little emotional hedge too. If we lose, I can say, well, at least we got the contest pick in the bag. <laughs> there you go, and and that's why I wanted to bring it up with you guys because I'm like. Let's talk with them about this. Is 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 Green Bay's defense? Is that something I should be worried about? I don't think so. But maybe you guys think, know something. I think Alexander is going to lock down Scotty Miller, and then it's it's up to I don't know. It's going to be it's going to be ugly run game defense. That Stokes kid from Georgia is not bad either. Winner of the Way to Play Award last week. He's got unbelievable technique and uh, attention to safety. Listen. If Tom Brady has a QB sneak his way down the field every drive, <laughs> he's going to get it done. <laughs> For sure, Tom's going through some, what is that, uh, off-field stuff. I think Will's been covering that pretty well. Yeah, I mean, okay, maybe he is, but clearly it's not a fact. I, I, people want to say that's a distraction. I think for Tom... That's a great thing. I think the more people bring it up, the more people talk about it, it motivates them and pisses them off. And also getting on that field is an escape from all the bullshit. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, he's distracted. Usually it's a distraction. Instead, it's like you get to go to your happy place. It's like I get to go play football right now and not worry about all the shit that's going on. If there is stuff going on behind the scenes, you know, if he is close to going through a divorce, at least when he's on the field, he doesn't have to worry about that. Right. I think a lot of it is he he is the locker room is the only place he can go where he's just one of the guys everywhere else. He's Tom Brady, essentially, you know, Michael Jordan. He's a, he's a celebrity. Even if he's in a room with celebrities, he's a celebrity. Mm -hmm. I went to bed last night knowing that you were going to argue this. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, like let's think about this. Will's going to come with a, 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 a plethora of, well, it's Packers in Florida. Packers mathematical statistics and i was like so how are we going to argue this and let's look at the picks and he doesn't lose no. so there is no sense in arguing this and the packers and loses no 
And my handicap, my handicap isn't even factoring in Tom. I'm talking about the defense is why I'm so excited about this game. We see, we see, we see what happens. When, we see what happens when Rogers ha- gets gets frustrated out there, especially with these young guys. If he gets off, he's not the one that turns it around. He just keep kind of just pouts and just keeps trying to force it. You know what I mean? You yeah. Once I mean. he, he gets into cool. that, once he gets into that fuck it mode, he's sort of like a petulant child. I think it's going to be a lot of handing off. the The Packers ran well last week against Chicago. Akeem Hicks is out. I think we'll be pounding AJ Dillon up the middle early. I got a player prop parlay yesterday, plus four hundred Leonard Fournette to have twenty carries and AJ Dillon have twelve carries. Ooh. I think that's uh that's well in the realm of possibilities. They know what beats Green Bay. It's the run game. Mm-hmm. And Heavy Step says, I think it's a distraction if he's actually taking an extra day off per week. This is a rumor. He is actually taking Wednesdays off. He's not at the facility. It's a day well, off. Most veterans take Wednesday off. I think that's, that's another thing they're making a big deal out of that's not a big deal. Yeah, because the Tampa Bay is actually starting now to do that with a lot of their veterans because they know they're in it for the long run. They're not trying to go 17-0. They will, but they're not trying to. All right. And that team is in the business now of signing 35-year-old. Yeah. All- washed up really good veterans and they need to be able to preserve take care of these guys with pitch counts so you want to know when tom's not taking wednesday off when we get towards the end of the season into the playoffs he's not taking wednesday off but he doesn't need to be there for a wednesday practice i mean if it was something super important he'd be there but you know how many how many videos we got to watch of this guy sitting at home staring at tape it's not like people say he's taking the day off it's not like he's not working he's not working with his teammates but he's working you know what i mean he might want to work with that new receiver crew and shout out to Jonah from the blue collar enlightenment shows up in the chat. What's up, brother? He's, he's on the Packers and I love that. As a Packers fan, I am, I don't feel excellent about any game in Florida or California. (laughs) It's rarely good. That's, that's fair. Step says, should I sit Aaron Jones in fantasy this week versus the you Bucks? Know, I mean, depending on who you have, but it, 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 only if you have Jonathan Taylor and, and Shaquan Barkley, you never sit Aaron Jones. Yeah, he's one of the only guys Rodgers trust to catch the ball. That is true. He, he, will get, he will get the volume. Okay, so that was a long first pick. Eric, what's your favorite pick of the week? My favorite pick of the week, even though, you know, Everybody, it's everybody's favorite pick of the week. The Buffalo Bills minus five. Anytime a team is coming back from a one percent chance to win, to actually win the game, I like to bet against that team the following week. The Bills' last twenty victories have been by ten or more points. So the only question here is, do the Bills win the game? I think they do. I think it's going to be an ugly rainy day down there, but that I think that hinders Miami's game plan as much as, if not more than Buffalo's. I mean, I, I thought with McDaniel going down there, they would be a great running team, but they're really not. I feel really bad because I told my sister she had to draft Chase Edmonds and he's doing nothing for her. Um, it's, I don't understand why it's five and a half, but then I think about how I'd feel holding dolphins plus five and a half, not even a touchdown to protect me from Josh Allen and Steph Diggs, and I I feel pretty uncomfortable. Miami defense is 17th in rush yards allowed, 25th in passing yards allowed, whereas Buffalo's offense is third in yards per play. Miami's last in yards per play, but we only got two games, and Tua last week kind of 
he kind of throws all the stats off. That was wild. Buffalo's secondary is a little beat up, but I just don't I just don't think the Dolphins are definitively the team we saw last week. I think it's a it's a letdown spot for them. Both teams good in the red zone on third down, but it's a good game. I think it's a good game that ends 31-24 Bills. Kind of feels like they uh they blew their wad last week, right? <laughs> They're gonna come out a little flat with that comeback. Yeah, young coach. I'm not how do you handle that? How do you handle the week after that? Here's here's my thing with it. We we were texting earlier in the week about this, and you were like, "This is a game the Bills are going to win by fourteen to twenty points, something like that." And I go, "Yeah, I feel like it's too easy to just snag the Buffalo Bills." Oh, hey, and look, it came down. It actually came down. I didn't even see that. It came down, so we can actually snag it at minus four and a half. Here's uh, here's the reason this was going to be. Why is it doing that? Here's why, and this is why I moved this from my most. This was going to be my most confident pick. But uh, I moved it down to number two on my play or on my board. Um, it's all. Did you, have you seen the injuries on 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 defense? Who's not playing for the Bills? Yeah, they've been doing this already with with half of Gabe Davis and no Tre'Davious White. But they, I believe, Poyer's hurt. Poyer's too. out. Uh, what's Micah Hyde's status? He's I think cute. he's out too. That's that's a critical. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, they've. I mean. No, Buffalo's got you know, some good players on that defense, but man, there's a lot of key de- defensive guys out, especially when you're going up against some speed. So uh, it makes me nervous. Um, fun fact for uh, you guys: I played in high school against uh, Poyer. He was a quarterback at that time, and he was insane, just insane. <laughs> <laughs> Probably pretty mobile. Oh, very mobile, very mobile. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I, I I still think the Bills, because the Bills hate Miami. It's one of those weird division rivalries, but it's one-sided. Like, there's a stat with the Buffalo Bills after they play. Um, it, it, this is on the road, but after they play Miami at home, the next week, they're like something like 35% against the spread. It's one of those things. They get up. They're motivated. They want to beat Miami. Um, and I think that's still there. And I think it's there because the Miami's two. No, the reason why I still like the bills is because I mean, offense is still healthy. Uh, so at, at minimum, we're going to have a shootout, but I don't think we're going to have a shootout. What the hell has Miami's offense done? Other hey, than- well, I was just going to ask you. So if Tua comes out and slings five touchdowns today and goes five fifty, do we have to say, okay, this guy's legit. Or is, is this the game that's going to show us? We'll, we'll have to have that conversation, but uh, it's not going to happen. I'd say he did it against backups. I would still stick on Tua sucks. Dude, that, that was one of those. Okay, so that fourth quarter was one of those where the secondary was all banged up for Baltimore. Um, yeah, he did. What he did in that, that game was impressive, but it was just one of the things where it was just momentum, and they just kept building off and building off and building off. But you don't, there's a reason why you don't come back 21 points in the fourth quarter in the NFL. It's a fluke. But look, so look at the first three quarters of that game. That more so feels like what Miami is. And then look at the New England Patriots game. Everyone say, oh, they, you know, they stomped out the Patriots. That offense actually didn't do much in that game. They had that fourth and seven before the half, a little skinny post that went for a touchdown. Other than that, they didn't score a touchdown on offense. They had a couple field goals. The other touchdown was a defensive play by Miami's defense. So 
their offense is pretty sporadic. And the fact that they had to make that emotional comeback and whatnot last week, I like I said, I think they blew their wad. I think I think they're gonna come out flat, especially when the Bills are gonna come and punch them in the face. And when the Bills are gonna go up. And the Bills are a team that are gonna go up and they're not gonna let off the gas pedal, as we know. There's no way they're looking past this game because Miami's two and oh. This mm-hmm. is for the division lead. And it's a road game too. So they know that they, they gotta snag this one because if Miami is actually good and still keeps winning the next time that they're going to see him is going to be at home. They've been hearing all week how great the Miami Dolphins are and how smart Mike McDaniel is. Jonah thinks that Bills are coming in with that big dog mentality and are going to lose by three. Maybe. Maybe. See, normally, I don't like playing the, I, I don't like playing public favorites or teams that look this good to start the season. Public I road undefeated favorites. Is, no. Yeah, road dog <laughs> or road favorites. And I don't want to do that. But. I think I just think the 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 Miami Dolphins are the biggest fraud in the NFL right now. I really do. Is that How the Patriots get- though? Is that the Patriots fan in you? I can't tell. Could nah. be. <laughs> nah. Listen. Okay. All right. So if they, yeah, then we have to take the Bills. I mean, they're the best team in the NFL. I think. I just think, and also remember, I, I said this. When, this is a contest, and we got to think on the uh, you. Not only do we like the plays, we got to yep. think about what some of the sharps are going to do. And we know some of the sharps are going to want to fade the public, and they're going to hop in there, and they're going to be taking Miami in the points. I've heard several people, but listen, I don't want to get in front of this freight train that is the Buffalo Bills. Do you want to get in front of that? No, but I think we could beat some sharp, smart people this week, and I think that's more likely than not the Bills are going to w- cover this game. But, you know, I mean, I've been wrong. I've been wrong before. And, you know, statistically, statistically, we should not be taking the road favorite. But this is, like I said, the Bills get up and get motivated for Miami. The defense does concern me. I will admit that. McDermott, though, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's legit. Okay. Anything else on that game? No, sir. All right, I'm riding with another public favorite as my se- uh, second. How favorite. many rules are we going to break in the first three weeks of man? A lot. I got three road <laughs> favorites on my list right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too, me too. <laughs> I got stuff to back them all up. And my next one, my next one's a big public favorite. Give me Jimmy G on the road with the 49ers going to Denver. This is all about Denver. I did not know this about Denver. I knew Denver had a new. I did not know this. Not only do they have a new head coach but it's his first year being a head coach in the NFL. Not only do they have a new offensive coordinator, it's his first year being an offensive coordinator in the NFL. Not only do they have a new defensive coordinator, it's his first year being a defensive coordinator in the NFL. That explains so much of what we've seen in the first two weeks with Denver and them looking atrocious. Now, Russell Wilson yelling runner pass like it's a high school game. Yeah, like they don't trust him. But this is the other thing about Russ. I was always hating on Russ when he was in Seattle, and I kept getting proved wrong. And obviously, all my Seattle friends over here, get, you know, just loving Russ. And it's funny because now they hate him. It's, it's hilarious how that turns around. But I'm like, <laughs> this guy is, you know, is his team is doing a lot of this stuff for him. I'm not saying he's not good. Obviously, he's good. Um, but I think we're starting to see some of his flaws. But man, that that coaching staff does not know what they're doing, he, and he, you can tell he's the coach no. is scared. You can tell he's scared. And he wants to do what the public hell he was going to go for it and uh, go for uh, fourth down. They're in field goal range, long field goal, but they're up in Denver. So I mean, they, their kicker has the leg to do it, 
and um, they get a delay of game, not intentional delay of game. And they're still in field goal range. It's it's less. I think it was a 58 yarder instead of the 64 that they kicked the week before. And they're in Denver. Remember altitude. And so the guy decides to punt it. And you know what that is? That's all because of all the shit he got all week long from from the Seattle game going for that that 64 yard field goal. So I think I haven't even got over to the 49ers. I just think Denver is a mess and we they're going to get out coached in this game. Shanahan is going to is is a way yes. better coach than than what anything is oh, going on in Denver. This is the biggest coaching mismatch of the week. Yes. And normally, you know, they say, "Well, it's tough early in the year to go play up in Denver." Sure, but it looks like Denver's having a hard time playing in Denver as well. <laughs> so, I mean, I know San Francisco doesn't have any running backs. I don't know what the hell they're doing. But the thing that I love about this is, did you see the team when Jimmy G came in? They were excited. They're picking him up. They're, 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 they want Jimmy G as their quarterback, and now they've got him. And Jimmy G on the road for the 49ers, go look at his, his cover rate. He covers like a machine. That is a cash cow. And at minimum, if he does have a bad game, that Denver def- or that San Francisco defense should be giving Russ a lot of fits. So should I be starting Brandon Ayuk? this week what do you think eric eh, maybe depending on your other options he could be a flex play i wonder what he did last week i'm always concerned about how shanahan feels about him they're in some See, sort of toxic jimmy g, relationship. jimmy g liked him that's when he started yeah. scoring Jonah knows what's up. jimmy's got too much to prove right now absolutely yep. absolutely yep. yeah normally i'd bet against a non-conference road favorite that's mm-hmm. like standard that's one of the first things when i look at the slate i look who is a non-conference road favorite? Do I want to bet against that team? But I think the Hackett, this team is incompetent. I think they hired Hackett to lure Rodgers. It didn't work. They were going to have him run the team like Tom runs the team down in Tampa, only they had to now settle for Russ, and they have this weird dynamic on the sideline that does not work at all. It's, it's week three. They brought in Russell Wilson. And the fans have already turned on them. They're, They're booing. booing them. They're counting down the play clock for them again, like it's a high school game. You know, I think I think there's a massive pressure situation that Nathaniel Hackett crumbles under. And 49ers some- locker room is feeling great. Jimmy's back. They know the drill. Jimmy wins games. This is what we do. And this isn't just an afternoon game. This is Sunday night football. So the pressure is going to be on them even more. And I think if the pressure is on both of these teams, I think that 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 hurts Denver more. Not to mention George Kittle ever heard of him. He's back. Yeah, that's another thing. Has has Jimmy has Jimmy ever thrown a touchdown to Kittle? Just a few. I think so. I've seen, I know he threw a 64 yard touchdown that won my week on Sunday night football once a couple of years ago. I still remember it was glorious, but I mean, even if he's not out there running routes, he's chipping Chubb mm-hmm. in the run game and helping mm-hmm. him get yards there. Sean Hockley's the referee road teams, 11 and five ATS in his games last year. They're two and oh, this season he did buck saints last week. I think we could, uh, it could be argued that there were some questionable calls to keep that one. Yeah, going in, against Tom. Uh, they should have got more calls for Tom. San Francisco has the Rams coming to town next week for Monday night football. I was thinking maybe Mc, they're looking ahead to McVay, but Denver has the Raiders coming up, so that's a push. You know, both teams are getting hyped for division rivals. I mean, when I put my tinfoil hat on, I think the NFL might want Denver to win this game to stay in the mix, but I don't... I mean, when I saw that video of Russell Wilson running up and down the sideline, 
yelling at everyone to say run or pass and Hackett just sort of looking. He had a look on his face like you can't when you're in a, when yes, when you're in a situation and you wish the earth would just swallow you up and you wouldn't have to be there anymore <laughs> that week three. He has that look. I mean, he's he didn't sleep last night. He's not going to sleep tonight. And Shanahan knows that he's going to come in there with his flat brim and just scheme left and dump off right when this game 24 to 17 or whatever. Now, if we're looking at the line movement and where the money's coming in, we are on the right side of this. We aren't getting the best number because this game did open plus three and now it's moved all to like San Francisco plus three and now it's San Francisco minus one and a half. And I think the reason why it opened plus three, I think like you were saying earlier, that's just the odds maker just knowing you don't take this, this team going up to Denver on the road, but they, I don't think they factored in everything. I mean, this, this also was, was it opened plus three Monday morning. And it quickly moved off of that. Yeah. And, and and for the contest, we don't have to worry about that because the contest didn't never that I saw, at least on here, never had San Francisco plus three. I think if someone jumped on it early at best, they got San Francisco plus one. So we're really not at a disadvantage. Yeah. Remember, this is the contest. We can say all we want about the games or what we're actually going to bet, but we're talking about the contest and we got to think about these are moving lines. People might have better lines. So we ought to not only think about the value of taking it now, but also did someone get a better number like if someone got plus three in this contest and we were playing minus one and a half that would not be great because they have a huge edge of getting a pickup on us plus one minus one is is equal to a pick them probably 95 percent of the time it doesn't come out 31 30 or 20 yeah yeah at best i mean one you have to have the game in in a tie for them to win that one and us lose and then also you'd have to have san francisco lose by exactly one and at best the other side would push and get a half a point so yeah, so still not a bad pick for the contest. Yeah, not a bad. Yeah, I mean, bad. this goes against all of my rules. One of the first things I do when the season starts, I look and I say, who's Denver's first two home games? And let's hammer those because people aren't ready for altitude. But this team is so incompetent. It's it's really, I mean, I can't believe they just sold for eight, four billion dollars and they don't they can't even put the right guy in charge. And if they played a better team than Seattle or Houston to start the year, I'd probably say, okay, it's a bounce back spot for them, but they're going up against a lot higher competition. This is the best team. Yeah. They faced all year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Eric, what's your second favorite pick? What's your number four slot? Um, another big road favorite Kansas city minus five and a half. I think it's down to five. Don't care. Don't care that Vegas is going to need the Colts. Not even Vegas can fix Matt Ryan's arm. Um, the money's not that far off. Casey's still getting a little more than 40% of the money. Pat Mahomes, 6-0 and in domes. Um, here are his total attempts after his last five regular season losses. 31-44-54, 35-35. They're going to put it in his hands, I think. He owns Gus Bradley defenses, 17 touchdowns to two picks. This Colts team is allowing a 71% completion rate, and they haven't played a Patrick Mahomes just yet. Andy Reid, 28-5 when he gets a little extra rest. Yes, the Colts are 0-1-1. The season is over if they lose this game, but they don't even have a kitchen sink to throw here. Pittman is going to play, but he has a significant quad injury. He won't be 100%. The reason I I put this one on the list is Shaq Leonard has been ruled out. He was questionable. Now he's out. They have nothing for Travis Kelsey on this carpet, and 
I mean, he could be look. I think Kelsey and Lenny Fournette, those are going to be my multi-touchdown bets this week. Also, breaking news, Matt Ryan is done. He should be required to wear a blue ski mask as part of his uniform because he is stealing that money. <laughs> he knew when he signed that paper that arm didn't work anymore. These poor Colts, they just keep going through retread after retread after retread. You know, and then we have that stat going for you too that I gave out earlier. Teams that start the season on the road for the first two games come back and cover at a 36% rate in their in their game. So that applies here as well. Oh. What makes me nervous about the <sighs> I personally early in the week bet the Colts uh, plus six and a half and the Colts money line. Um, just because you said it last week, this is the kitchen sink game for Frank, right? Uh, we thought it was last week, <clears throat> but here's this, it, it's, it's a new week and, and it, it, it's his, I mean, they're still in the division, right? They, they still have a chance to win this division. So they, it's not dead yet, but heavy steps was talking with me about this yesterday. He's, he's a Colts fan. He goes, it's not that they need to win this game to still have a chance to win the division. Um, the, that locker room needs a win. That fan base needs a win to to hold this this season together. Matt I, Ryan needs it to keep Matt these behind him. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan needs it. Uh, I like that Pittman's playing. Um, it just feels like one of those games that they need they need to win. They're coming home and they they need to, it's a get right game. I, it sucks that it's against Kansas City. That does <laughs> I wish it was anyone else but Kansas it's City. Literally anyone else. Anyone else but with the Colts. It's just it's. I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's, it's, it feels like this is the game that they go out there and they win and kind of shock everyone. But Kansas city, what makes me nervous about them is not only with everything that they going on. I don't think they looked all that great offensively against the chargers. It was a short week though, but I didn't, I don't think they look all that great. Um, I mean, remember they were, I, they could have lost that game. It was a pick six on the one yard line that, that, that really switched the, the feel of that game and Herbert getting injured, even though he was able to come in and get that backdoor cover. But Andy Reid off a bye is extremely good against the spread. Now, he's not off a bye here, but it was a Thursday night game, so he's got extra time. This is 10 days off. So it's kind of like a mini buy. You get what I'm saying? Because he's got extra time to prepare. I do not like going against Andy Reid when he's got extra time to prepare. One of the best coaches out there. And um, that defense is legit this year. That Karloftis kid they drafted is good. He's getting pressure. Yeah, yeah. So I don't love this pick here because I'm just, but I, I can see it. I know a lot of sharp people that I respect that are on Kansas city in this game, laying the points. I still think there's a chance that the Colts have a punch left in them and can upset Kansas city here. I really do. Um, but another thing that I have been saying at the beginning of the season, and the reason why I've taken Kansas city in a couple of these, uh, the reason why I liked them, you know, in that Thursday night football game that they didn't cover uh, but I liked him week one against Arizona is because Kansas city's offensive line is the same offensive line from last year. It was, uh, they had three new pieces last year. It took them half a season to figure it out. They've got a year under their belt. They look great offensive offensively on the line. And that's all you need. Cause you just got to let Patrick Mahomes go out there and do what Patrick Mahomes is going to do. All right. It doesn't matter who he's got out there. He's going to make something happen as long as you protect him and he doesn't get hit and beat up, which hasn't happened. So, but Man, it's just something about Frank Wright. He is also a good co- I believe he's a good coach. I think he's a really good coach, and he's got to rally this team. If he doesn't, if they come out and lay an egg here, I mean, not only is he done, you said Matt Ryan's done, but this season's done for the Colts. Two coaches who will 
very likely get fired if they lose this week. Matt Rule and Frank Reich. He's got to be. It's got to be a question that's asked mm-hmm. if he goes oh two and one with this team. There was something else I had on this game, and uh, <laughs> I should probably write this stuff down, but I don't. It's all it's all up here. It's all this stuff that I do all week long. <laughs> stuff I listen to. All those against the spread, little nuggets, stuff. Like that. It's all up here. And if you get it, you get it. And if you don't, I'm sorry, people. Oh, you know? <laughs> it takes me till week six or seven to get there. I've got I've got my notepad here, but it's just literally just our picks that's on it, and, and little <laughs> I, things that I write down as we we do this. Um, I noticed last Sunday morning when we were going through the games, I'm starting to have some stuff in there, but it's not all there yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> give, give us to week four till we hit our mid, you know, we start hitting the, uh, it's like with the players, they're not in game shape until week four. We're still yeah. getting there. <laughs> okay. Do we have anything else on that game? Chris, you got anything on this game? What, what's your gut feeling, Chris? I like it. <laughs> Go with it. <laughs> so you like Kansas city. Okay. Okay. I mean, how do you not like Kansas City? Yeah. I mean, Who doesn't love Kansas that. City? The only thing I want to argue with you about is the Patriots. And I can't argue about Brady because he never loses. So whatever. Even with his high cheekbones. Wait until very, wait until he comes in, wait until they actually lose and stuff. And then, then you guys are gonna be ambushing me that next Saturday. Oh, then you're gonna hear like we yeah, he had liposuction on his face. Why are we betting on this guy? He wears more makeup than my wife. Well, I'll hold up yeah. seven. I'll, I'll get seven rings <laughs> on my hands and I'll just hold them up. <laughs> okay. So on to my three. This one is another pick that people are going to tell me I'm crazy. We don't take road favorites. You don't do this. Blah, 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 blah. I love the Rams minus three and a half going to Arizona. Here's why. Low on Arizona. I, I think Arizona is the second biggest fraud behind the Miami Dolphins of a team this year in the NFL. And I've been saying it since the beginning of the season. Um, they also needed some help. And listen, <laughs> I'm going to say this now just because I'm thinking of it. Like I said, stuff's in the head. Call of Duty Modern Warfare beta dropped this week. Yep. Just like yesterday. We know Kyler Murray's got a, a video game addiction. I don't blame him for that. I mean, I play video games too. I love it. But I mean, that could be a distraction for Kyler Murray. I mean, that's a huge game coming out. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2. Just if saying. you don't get in there right away, you're going to be behind and then you'll Ooh, never catch up. Exactly. But no, my whole point, uh, my whole uh, handicap with this pick is um, yes, it's a division game. We're getting a division opponent on the road, laying points. Don't want to do that. We're above three. Don't like that normally, but this is all about Sean McVay owning the Cardinals. He's yep. five and one since uh, Kingsbury has been there against the spread and they dom. Everyone's gonna be like, Oh, you're just saying this because they blew him out in the playoffs. They, yeah. They blew him out in the playoffs and that wasn't a fluke. Sean McVay, that was standard they, business. What happened yeah, there? They scheme up really well. And yes, the Rams haven't looked all that great offensively this season yet, but I'm not worried about it. And as you can see there, the Rams are zero two against the spread. I like that. That means they, they're due to get one, right? <laughs> they're due to get one here soon. But the Rams, it's all about a matchup issue, and and the Rams match up better against the Cardinals. And I think I think that the Rams are going to get a lead, and they're not gonna they're not gonna give up on it. And that Rams defense knows this line. And also the the big thing here too is um, 
Cardinals don't have uh, Chandler Jones on that defensive line. So that's one less piece that they have to get pressured on Stafford that they had last year. I think the Rams just going to go out there. McVay is going to scheme up something and they're going to own the Cardinals. They know how important this game is. They're both one and one. They know they can't afford to lose this game against the Cardinals. And if they can snag one on the road here, that's a huge edge in the division, especially with the Niners looking pretty, pretty good. Now that Jimmy G's in there, they know that this division is not just an easy lock win for them this season. Yeah, that's a motivator for sure. Um, the Rams offense, fourth and third down conversions versus a defense at 31st. Um, Arizona also 31st in passing yards. Uh, that pass defense is borderline non-existent. I mean, it's, and they, now they don't even have Chandler Jones to rush the quarterback. St- Stafford, el- bad elbow or not, is going to cut these guys up. And another team that, Big emotional win last week. Kyler got slapped in the face by a Raiders fan. He's probably still a little shaken from that. But this McVay versus Kingsbury. I'll fade Kingsbury just about every time. I also I like really looking oh, at this game, but to hear you lay it out, it is a good pick. I like it. Yeah, and I also like the fact that uh, there was all that talk week one that you know Stafford was afraid to go to Robinson. And was he? I said, I texted this to you. I go, how did we not? After all the, the hype and, and drama that the media put behind him ignoring Robinson, how did we not turn around and bet Robinson the next game to be the first touchdown of the game? I think he got two last game, right? He got two. He should have had two. The concussion Nazi stole the second one from him. Mm. Um, they ran the whole play as normal. Nobody was holding up or anything. And then after the play, they said, no, that didn't count. We were trying to. Pull oh, somebody out. that was right. That was right. That was right. Yeah. The, I remember that. Okay. Either way. Uh, so he he shut that down. He went to him. So, I mean, if anything, that gives us more confidence that he is confident in all his weapons. So not only just going to cup every single play, he does have confidence and can get it to Robinson. So, I mean, I like I like the Rand. Like I said, it's a matchup issue here. Yeah, you can't bet Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. He doesn't wear socks with his penny loafers. Ooh, automatic auto disqualification. Bet. Yeah. Own penny loafers. That's strikes one and two. Then you're gonna walk around with no socks. That's three. Yeah, you're that's out. you're out. He couldn't win with Mahomes. I say it all the time. This guy didn't win at <laughs> yeah. Texas Tech. I watched him in the Big Twelve for years. He he could, he's not a winner, dude. He's sure McVay he's is sure. a winner. He's winning at, yeah. at that bank account. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I mean he did steal <laughs> a bunch of money. We'll give him that. So he 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 sells himself well. But that I, respect the grift. I respect yeah, the grift. I respect the grift. Exactly. Every one of us would do that. But still, it's McVay versus Kingsbury. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. And not even it's not like McVeigh doesn't have a quarterback. He's got Matthew Stafford back there. It, it's true. Eric, what's your third pick? Uh Houston plus three. The Bears are very bad at football. To have them laying points is insane. Justin Fields has 28 pass attempts all season. The tight end Komet, who the fantasy bros talked about all summer, has zero catches as we sit here this morning on the season. They'll be able to run the ball a little bit on Houston. JT got him for 160 yards, but that's Jonathan Taylor. Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon averaged about 4.8 per carry last week, but didn't score. I like all the rushing overs in this one, even Khalil Herbert, but I think Derek Stingley shuts down Mooney, and then it's just run game. Um, Houston, a gritty team. Lovey Smith revenge game. I think Lovey really wants to win this game. The boys... The boys play for him. They want to win this game for him. Um, 
I think they win it outright, actually. 57% of the bets, 81% of the money on Texans as of 11 p.m. Friday night. I don't love that. Um, Cleet Blakeman. Road Dogs were 5-5 five and five ATS in his games last year, 1-0 and this year. It's an ugly non-conference game. Running backs and defense, I like the points in a game like that. Also, I'll probably say this a few times this year. Davis Mills, better than people think. I think they have the quarterback advantage here, and they have the points. So I'll take that formula. Pre-game has it 51% of the tickets and 70% of the cash is on the Texans with the points. Um, so that's a good a spread better. for us. That's good for us. Um, the the line opened Bears minus three. It's now Bears minus two and a half. And in the contest, I had to ask you this, it is plus two and a half. Would you like it still at plus two and a half for the contest pick? Mm. I know it's a key number. There. I would bump it down to my least confident pick at two yeah. and a half. I'd really I, like to have that whole field goal. I do think that three was available for people to pick, if I remember correctly. Ooh, so we might we might be at a disadvantage. But here's the thing that uh, that this could had, be seventeen fourteen. I think you're right that Houston wins this outright. Um, I think here's what what has me going against the Bears. I mean, I already I already said the Bears could have the worst record in the the division this year, uh, or not in the division in the NFL this year. Um. Justin Fields has only completed 15 passes all season. That's in two games. I know two he played games. in. A, I know he played in a monsoon in the first game, but still 15. As everyone's hyping him up as the neck, Patrick Mahomes, and they love that he's running these touchdowns in and stuff. 15 passes in two games. People do that in a half now. Like, what? and he that was down double digits in Green Bay the whole time. Just about like you should be throwing the ball. Yeah, like. I had this game. I had this game in my back pocket. I thought it was going to get past both of you, and I was at the end going to give a producer's pick, and I was going to pick the Texans on the money line. I watched Justin Fields all night last week, and uh, he's not a good quarterback. Not a good quarterback. The game is too fast for him, contrary to what he said. Or yeah, believes. pretty ironic. After his first preseason game, he said the game is seems pretty slow. Zage wants us to give him three guaranteed losers. We will we will pause the Bears and give him some, the Bears is Chris's. Eric, what's your guaranteed loser? Um, let me see. Who is for sure going to Zage with the I, I'd like a the, disclaimer. I am a Green Bay Homer, so I'm gonna pick the Bears to be the loser every time in the Vikings. God, I think it's the Broncos. I was, I think it was, if I had to pick one team, that's for sure. <laughs> Zage is from Denver too, so I'm sure he loves that. Oh, um, uh, and I'll go for my guaranteed loser. I'll go uh, the Seahawks. I think it sucks. I liked it when they were getting points. Now they're minus one. That's crazy. I'll always take Geno Smith as a dog, especially at home, but not not given any points Jonah says Lions Colts Broncos are his guaranteed losers that's not bad if I had to pick another guaranteed loser it'd probably be the Packers no I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> um I'm trying to look I think the easy one that everyone's gonna take is the Jets I would be cautious on that one um mm-hmm. and I think the Panthers have to be have to be up there uh as a guaranteed loser and it's pretty tough out there though um yeah 
I can't well, remember who James I took. Well, James up in the air. Andy Dalton was taking snaps at practice. Dude, so. you give me the red rifle? You're going to give me the red <laughs> rifle out there? I'll take it. Give me Andy Dalton. The red rifle going to be slinging it one last Red time. rifle in a DraftKings lineup with Chris Olave, Or mm-hmm. actually, you look for, when you get a backup quarterback, you look for the wide receiver three, wide receiver four on the team because that's who he's been working with in practice. Mm-hmm. Hey, the uh, the Cardinals have to be uh, probably a guaranteed loser. We were just talking about the matchup issue. Yeah, there, huh? you know what? Put Cardinals above. Yeah, Cardinals. I think Broncos. I might take Rams in my Survivor contest this week. I might do that. It's not a bad pick. No, it's I'm looking at the slate. I don't love. I don't love any anything else. Really, that. No, it's weird. It's sort of like week one. It's very. You can always count on the Cowboys to do something stupid and lose. Yep. <laughs> but you got to take the Giants there. All right, back to the picks. Thank you. Th- thank you guys for chatting along. We will address them as we go. As you can see, producer yeah. Chris does pull them up. We do enjoy the engagement. We will engage with you guys. That's what's great about joining this thing live. Now, if you're listening it to after the fact, thank you. Make sure you like, share, uh, tell, tell your friends. And then next week, make sure you're up bright and early along with us and get in the chat. And also, if you're listening to this on the podcast format, no, you don't just have to listen to it on the podcast, even though we do appreciate it. And we know that you're a subscriber to the podcast. That's Patriot Sports Radio and Game on Sports News and Picks. We know you're subscribed to both and you listen to it comes out. You listen to it once and then you listen to it again on the other platform. We know you do that. But just know you can also come to YouTube.com forward slash Game on Podcast and subscribe to my channel and you will get notifications when we go live every Saturday morning and you you too could be in the chat talking along with us, telling us where we're right and where we're wrong and making fun of me when I go all in on Tom Brady. <laughs> After the fact, listeners, I mean, talk about heroes. People giving us downloads after the games have been played. You're just your MVPs out there. Everyone's got the Bengals as a survivor pick steps. I'd be very cautious, even if they do win this game. Just the fact that you could be on the opposite side, be on another pick and have a potential like 25% of yep. people that were left being gone. I think that's, that's a, uh, that wouldn't be bad. Yeah. So Not my number, my number two play was Buffalo minus four and a half now. Uh, so we've already gone over that. So Eric, we're back to you. What's your number two? Minnesota minus six. It's a nice noon game for Kirk. He's back home where he can sleep in his own bed and have pancakes or whatever his minus five and a half in the contest. Oh, I'll take that. Um, I think we'll see a Vikings team that more closely resembles the one that beat Green Bay than the one that got its ass kicked in Philly. John Hussey. I bet I dug into the ref report this week. I found some interesting stuff. John Hussey. Home teams were eight and four ATS last year. I think the lines are a little beat up in the trenches. I was looking at their injury report. Um, some offensive and defensive linemen, questionable, doubtful, missing practice. I think this is just a nice bounce back spot for Minnesota. And the, and the Lions have sort of, you know, people are people are impressed. You know, they've they've made their point. I don't think you know it's a division game. They want to win. Who does who do the Lions have next week? I wonder. Dan Campbell did up downs with his team. He did. How are we gonna bet against this guy? Oh, they got the they got Seattle coming to town next week. That's not a big deal. I had Carolina. Carolina was my was my number number one, but I dipped down into the bonus picks for this one because Will Will thinks Carolina's for sure gonna lose. <laughs> Matt Rule coaching for his job is that the uh 
I think well, almost all the money's on the Saints too. In that, yeah, we'll we'll get to Carolina here in a second, but let's let's stick with Minnesota. I think this was a sharp play by you. I know that it opened up minus six. I think it opened up minus six and a half on here. Let me check. Um, yeah, anything under seven, I like with Kirk at noon at home. Oh, God, I think pregame the, uh, pregame says it opened up minus eight, but that must have been the look ahead line. That that can't be right because I I never saw anything above seven. But uh, I think he gets Adam Thielen involved, goes back <clears> to <throat> the uh, basics of what works a little bit. I think this is just sharp because most people don't want to play a team. I mean, most public players don't want to play a team that got blown out on Monday Night Football. Like it's just recency bias, and I yeah, think that's that's, that's you you'll win money more times than not taking that team the next week. Now, the Lions, listen, the Lions are in new territory. They won a game early on in the season. How often have they done that, right? They're officially feisty. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're in the, the, the thing that's we know that's scary with this Campbell's Detroit Lions is that they do not give up, and they seem to always backdoor cover. So that's going against us there. But the Lions, they started two home games. This is their first road game. It is in division. The reason why I, I was on this as one of my picks and um, I went back and forth and ultimately I didn't pick it. And there's a couple of reasons, but let me give you one thing that is going in our favor. You mentioned it. Uh, Kirk Cousins. It, I heard this stat a couple of years ago and I've been following it and it seems pretty true. So rumor has it, uh, Kirk Cousins has pretty severe OCD. He's a man of routine. That doesn't routine, surprise Routine, me. routine. They say at the facility practices, he does the same thing every single time. So, why is that important? Because we were talking about, they, they were bringing it up. Why the hell does he play so bad in these like primetime games, Sunday night and Monday night football? Why does he play so bad? Well, because it throws him off of it's his routine. Abnormal. It's abnormal. And so they went and uh, someone at the time went and looked at his stats, his, his, his record when he's playing at a one o'clock Eastern uh, game at home. So his normal routine, normal game, you're home. You could do all your normal routine and you, uh, you know, um, it's one o'clock, just the, the first slate of the day, first games. He covers at a 70% rate. There we go. 70% rate. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So we've got Kirk Cousins coming off a of primetime embarrassment, and he's back to his normal routine at home against a familiar foe. That goes with, good with us. The only thing that makes me nervous, I went back and looked at last last year's game. Not good. Not against good. Detroit? Uh-huh. So the first game, it was like a, a two point difference. And I remember that, like, I remember I was on Minnesota and uh, they did not cover it. They did not cover it. It was one of those close, scrappy, ugly games. And then the second game, Detroit won outright. So that kind of made me nervous because it is Campbell. It is the same squad. It is, he, mm-hmm. you know, he's got them pumped up and we're laying five and a half. Um, and I haven't been all too impressed with the Vikings, but it just makes me nervous that that, that, that backdoor cover is open with Detroit. I like Delvin Cook to have a big game. He's been sort of subdued, but now he's facing a bad run defense. I think they're mm-hmm. going to make a point to get him involved. Yeah, it's just just a better football team, in my opinion, than the Lions. Okay. okay. But, yeah, it's towards the bottom. Okay. It's my, down there with Carolina. <laughs> my number, my number one is, uh, and it's actually I haven't, ha- I don't have it selected on here. Is the Saints? Uh, no, not the Saints. Sorry, uh, the Commanders plus six and a half against the Eagles. This is just one of those where we were on the Commanders last week and we were completely wrong. They looked terrible, but it's yeah. one of those where a team looked terrible the week before and now they're home division opponent. They're getting six and a half at home. I know 
it's tough trusting Wentz, but Wentz actually, I think, is number two in the in the league with passing yards behind Tua. And the Eagles, everyone's on the Eagles. Everyone and their mother loves the Eagles. The Eagles are 2-0. They look so good. And the Eagles look so good last uh, week on Monday Night Football. A lot of people are riding the Eagles, and the Eagles are going to be feeling themselves. I think this is going to be a closer game than people think. I think the Commanders are a sneaky uh, chance to, to win this game. Um, I know that sounds shocking. I just think we're fading a lot of people. I think the sharp play here is because we're getting six and a half. I think six and a half is the right side on this one. Obviously, it's my least confident pick of the five, but I'll ride with Wentz again on this one. Yeah, I mean, it's a division game, and you're getting more than a field goal. I like that. The last couple I'm looking at... Last January was 20 to 16. One before that was a 10 point game, but the one before that was 14 to 20. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the NFC East and the AFC and the NFC West, I like to just take the points with, with the dog because they're such scrappy historical games. Mm-hmm. You know, JD McKissick is going to be a problem. For Philly, I think Jalen Hurts is going to run all over him. He doesn't have a ton of passing touchdowns. He might only have one passing touchdown this year. Um, and Wentz has been. I mean, if you're uh, if you're if you grab Wentz in the 14th round, you're killing it in your fantasy league because he's got he's throwing for 303 touchdowns every week. Mm-hmm. Hey, Step says Wentz is is Will's new TB twelve. <laughs> That's <laughs> that not is a awesome, good heavy. It's because I've awesome. been I, I've been taking him every week, and he hates Wentz. He's remember he's a Colts fan, so he hates Wentz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wentz is terrible. the The week one game, we sort of got the full Wentz experience. He was turning it over, and then throw you know making stupid plays, fumbling the ball, and then he's coming back, hucking seventy five yard touchdowns. It was game winning drive. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like right. White Jameis. He's just a roller coaster ride, that guy. That's great. <laughs> and he likes lobster, not crab legs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. What's your number one? Which is least confident? Uh, my number one least confident is Carolina plus two and a half. The Panthers rush defense is pretty bad. They rank 29th in rush yards allowed, 18th in total defense. You'd think New Orleans would be better, but they're not. The Saints run defense and team defense actually worse than Carolina's. Jameis is questionable. Multiple fractures in his back that somehow aren't structural. Andy Dalton taking snaps of practice this week. McCaffrey is about 90%. He's got a little ankle stiffness, but that's all. I think they like just putting minor shit on the injury report with McCaffrey to mess with us. Kamara is like 70% tops. Um a lot of bets on the Saints. Speaking of percentages, Matt Rule coaching for his job. I think if he loses this game, he's going to book a one-way ticket to Lincoln, Nebraska. Jameis has thrown three touchdowns and four picks in six games at Carolina. Um, I think he they think they're going to roll him out there. He's going to play until it hurts too bad. I think he turns the ball over a couple times, and and that's the difference in a low-scoring divisional game. 
if Carolina loses this game, they're going 0 and 7 because they, they have no chance in hell to win the next uh, four. This games. is the one. Yeah, this is the one. Well, you last need to worry week was about. the one. Last week was the one against the Giants. <laughs> like, and so here, here's why I, I'm on the Saints. I, I, I'm on the opposite side of this. I like the Saints, and I know that they've got injuries. And like I said, I, we might get the red rifle out there, and I like that even more. One last game. We've seen these veteran quarterbacks come in. Look, at you got Cooper Rush last week. He's not even good, and he came in and won a game. Um, so we got, you know, we got Andy Dalton who might come in and show people, Hey, I, this could be my last chance to start in the NFL or hell even play in the NFL. Right. Other than just being a backup and, and watching from the sidelines. Um, they've got weapons. They've, they've got weapons for them to work with, but it's that defense. I think that defense is going to give, um, Baker some fits. And the thing here is the more and more that Carolina fails and the more and more that they keep losing, I think the pressure builds on Baker. And I know yes. coach is probably listening to this and telling me we don't want to doubt Baker and whatnot. But what I think is we've seen Baker sometimes gets into that zone where he tries to do too much. He wants to force we saw it, it week one and you can't force it in the NFL. And the more and more that they keep losing, the more and more they get behind in games, I think he's going to have more pressure because he was the guy that they traded for the guy that everyone that Cleveland didn't want. And he wants to prove everyone wrong. And he wants to get another contract. Let's be honest. But, Carolina, not only do you have pressure on your quarterback, like you said, you got pressure on the coach too. The coach could be gone. The coach, um, he has a nice lucrative contract, but Carolina has a very rich owner. He, I mean, tens yeah. of millions of dollars is nothing to him. He'll, he'll cut your ass real fast. <laughs> I mean, the guy steps is right. Rule would turn it around in Nebraska. It's the big, the Big Ten doesn't want to see Matt Rule come to no. Nebraska. No, not people, at all. People are already not saying with the advent people, of passing. People, in the people Big Ten. respectable people are already saying that Matt Rule. There, there's chatter going around that Matt Rule is not an NFL coach, and they're already talking about he is a great college football coach, and he will if he doesn't great. He will never get another NFL job offer. No, he will get any any football coach offer that he wants. That's what they're saying. It's just one of those guys that can't. He's the Nick. You know, I'm not saying he's good as Nick Saban, but he's like Nick Saban. He just can't cut it in the NFL. But the college football is their is their arena. They're and he'll make just as animals. much money. He'll make just as Even much money. Even though I do like what he's done defensively with Carolina with drafting. Yeah, um, Burns is awesome. Yeah, uh, J.C. Horn. Uh, and and just that defense is is good. But I just think this is one of those ones. Yeah, what does make me nervous is the Saints had a very emotional game against. Tampa Bay. I mean, hell, the how often do we see the benches clear and a brawl breakout? Yeah. I mean, don't 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 try to come at Tom like that. See what happens. Mess around. Get hit. You know what I mean? I mean, that's that's what we're talking. Mike about. Evans on the field is is what Will does on the internet for Tom. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly, exactly right. We're gonna start calling you Mike <laughs> Evans. Hey. So and then he was looking at the ref like, "That's Tom Brady. What do you want me to do?" Yeah. Does does Kamara play this week? Looks like he's yeah. gonna play. Yeah, he's gonna he's Looks gonna like play. He's gonna well, play. That changes the game. He, That's he's, good for us. He's gonna play. And then um, the other thing is, it, so the, it makes me nervous that uh, Tampa Bay, I, I or that New Orleans defense uh, could come out flat. I don't think they will because they're really good. But that was an emotional, intense, hard hitting game last week. So that that's what's kind of got me a little bit nervous, but I do like the saints to win this game and uh, the Panthers to just to go. zero and three. Also, I will admit I am biased because I called at the beginning of the season that the Panthers were going to start. zero and seven. Yeah, that bet's looking good. Especially okay. if they lose this one, uh, if they fire the coach though, you got the new coach bump to worry about. 
So something, something, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. You should see their schedule. I, I think they're playing Tampa Bay, the Saint or the Chiefs, and uh, I think the Rams. They, they, they've got like you need a miracle to beat these teams. Um, so we've gone through our five, and normally this is where we stop and we start picking our five. But I got a couple that we need to talk about as well because I there's just a couple extra nuggets that I think are good plays. Um, one of them is um, I know you saw this and you thought it would be in my list. It's not. Uh, New England plus three. It's now plus two and a half. I'm just throwing it. We don't have to do it. I just want to say we have a value play right there. Um, but Lamar might not play is another thing that's going on or is not Ooh. 100% healthy. Um, he wasn't, th- it's his shoulder. He wasn't throwing this week. So that's something there. And it's in New England. I said at the beginning of the week, I go, how the hell is Baltimore only laying three in New England? That is the biggest trap game. And I know a bunch of people probably jumped on it, bet Baltimore minus three. And look, it's gone the other way. So it's gone against them. There's some sharp money coming in on New England. I do not feel confident in New England's offense. I do love their defense. And it is home. And it is Belichick who has had some success against Harbaugh um, and has success kind of containing i'm not saying fully but containing lamar jackson especially if lamar jackson's hurt you're basically telling telling uh bill belichick oh you've you're weak at this spot so now i know where your weakness is i know what what to force you to do okay so that's just a value play we don't have to do it i just wanted to show you i did snag it at plus three so that is an option i don't know how you feel on the game i'm i'm neutral on it i i'm i was surprised it was three me too. Me too. See, I'm not completely being a homer here. <laughs> <laughs> the other pick that I that I had that I wrote down that I really like, Atlanta pick them. I said, like I said earlier, Seattle was my my, my guarantee to lose. See, Atlanta pick. I like what Atlanta's doing. And here's a little stat for you. We've seen some of these quarterbacks struggle early on in the season. Mariota looks good, and Mariota hasn't struggled. Why? I think one of the reasons behind it, Mariota played every single preseason game. So he's already in form. Like some of these quarterbacks that don't play the preseason, we're seeing them come out and struggle a little bit. Mariota played the preseason. He looks good. And they're going up against Seattle, who's not any. I mean, it's in Seattle. We got to worry about that. But I mean, Seattle, Seattle hasn't scored a, a offensive uh, point in, in uh, six quarters now. <laughs> they, they, last game was a, was a blocked, I think, a blocked field goal or something like that for a return. That was their only score. I mean, I'm not even saying touchdown. They haven't scored. They didn't score in the second half against Denver at all. And they didn't score offensively in the San Francisco game. So they're not going up against anything all that great. I don't think Atlanta's all that good of a, like a super good team, but Seattle isn't either. The secondary all, is underrated. Yeah, yeah. And Mar- I think it's Mario. As long as he's healthy, which it looks like he is, him, what do we see Denver do? They could run all over. Um, they could run all over that Seattle defense. The Seattle defense was Ben don't break, right? So Mariota is going to have his opportunity to run, and we know he can. So Atlanta Pickham, to me, feels like a good, good play. Is Kyle Pitts breakout in week three? Is this where we see him? Yep. He's got an opportunity to. This is the game. This is the game. The only question is, do I trade him after he scores 30 fantasy points on Sunday? And, and uh, another thing that I liked, Atlanta stayed on the West Coast. So they've been yep. out there. I like that because it kind of it's it focuses them up for the game, right? They focus they're they're staying out there. They're practicing at the University of Washington, but it's kind of like a team bonding thing, and it puts more importance of that game. Like, hey, we're staying out here because we've got we've got to take on the Seahawks. I no like outside it. distractions. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's adversity that they've been through together. It's a bonding experience, mm-hmm. and they're they don't have to worry about traveling weather. across country 
uh, and then coming back across country the following week. They stayed out there. I like it. I like them to be focused up. If anything, I probably would want to. I, I don't know who they play next week, but that's probably where I would want to fade them, especially if they win this game. But that's yep. that's play. Is there anything else that you were looking at before we just determine our five picks? Um, no, Mariota rushing yards. You can get plus one nineteen on thirty eight rush yards. I don't know. I don't see how he doesn't get 38 rush yards <laughs> against this team in that weather. He gets that in the first half. Yeah. All yeah. Right. 58 is plus 340. So I might run that up to 40 or 45. So only what do we got? That, the only thing you got to worry about that is taking a knee at the end of the game. Um, yep. <clears throat> okay. So for our contest picks, I think, I think we are in agreement. San Francisco minus one and a half is a must. Yep. Buffalo. Buffalo. Okay. So we want to put Buffalo in there. Buffalo minus four and a half. I like it. Let's do it. Tampa. We're going to allow for another week. You're going to let me pick Tampa, huh? (laughs) Until they lose. They they don't lose. That's the problem. I mean, it's pick them. Okay. Like you said, if the Packers lose, at least, you know, we got this in the contest. The other one I think that we agreed highly on was Rams minus three and a half. Yep. Like Rams. Okay. So now it comes down. Take the two and a half. So now it comes down to our final spot. We've got on our board that we've talked about so we've got that Atlanta we were just talking about we got the value play with New England we have Washington plus six and a half we have I think we're conflicted on the Carolina Saints game and then we have Minnesota minus five and a half oh and Houston plus two and a half so Houston and Kansas City are my favorite two oh, and Kansas City. on my list okay then you pick which one you like you like Kansas City or Houston better Houston, fucking Justin I was Fields gonna, is bad. I was going to say Houston, bad. too. I'm, I'm glad you went Houston on that one. So we'll go Houston plus two and a half. I think that's that's solid. So I'd rather Sam's, bet against Justin Fields than against Matt Ryan with his back to the wall. Yeah, yeah. Frank Reich at home, back against yeah. the wall. So we've got San Francisco minus one and a half, Rams minus three and a half, Buffalo minus four and a half. Tampa Bay pick them, Houston plus plus that. So I'm going to get rid of this New England pick, and we're going to go snag up. Uh, so we got Buffalo there. We're going to go snag up Houston, right? Houston plus two and a half. So there we go. That's our, as of right now, things can change. I mean, we we got one day left. Things can change. We might move them around, or if we get some drastic line move or breaking news. So just know, people, that this is not locked in. I mean, it's locked in official for now, but things can change. That's why you want to be a member at gameon.locals.com so you can get notified if we decide to change it. But Next time there's a Justin Herbert situation where there's a quarterback who takes a real shot and we're questionable, I think Jacksonville opened up like plus seven. seven. I know. That's what I was saying at the beginning of this. I was kicking myself. I wasn't even thinking about that. I bet plus seven personally, and then I don't know why I didn't snag. I guess I didn't didn't think that there was a chance that Herbert was because they were saying he was going to play, so... My whole reason why taking yeah, seven a was like, kid. Was, I'll was still like, be surprised if he doesn't. I was taking plus seven just because I was like, well, if he does play, how, how's he going to look? So I'm like, give me the seven yeah. with Jacksonville. That looks scrappy right now. Yeah. Either way, then if he doesn't play, it's an even better number. That's true. So I was going to say my producer pick of the night or day was going to be Houston. But then you guys picked Houston. I thought you guys would not be on that game at all. And I would just be like Houston, the money line. But since you guys did, I'm definitely on Jacksonville now. Okay. With <laughs> okay. the points, it. not on the money line. Get the points and, and smile. Yep. Pitts two touchdowns is plus 1,400. I'm really tempted to do that. That's because if it, when the game comes, it's going to be a huge game. That is awesome. 
I think heavy steps just talked me into it. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, another successful week. Hopefully, we you know we get back on the winning track here. Like I said, we're at six and four. We're picking at sixty percent. Hey, if we go five and a win, we go five and zero. Oh. Boom, eleven and four. Eleven and four. That is How above seventy five percent. That I mean, that's got to have us up in the top of the contest. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say there. I like it. Heavy Steps loves Jacksonville Moneyline. I like it there too. All right. Do you guys got anything you want to you wanna plug before we, uh, before we sign off here? Uh, tomorrow morning, we'll be doing Wake and Rake, our early morning Sunday show where we look at injury reports and weather reports and talk about all our favorite bets and fantasy angles for the day. We will also we'll also give an update from this show. If anything changes, Will keeps us in in the loop all day long. If uh, if anything changes, you can figure it out there on Wake and Rake. We'll we'll let you know if if he changes anything. A Texans Jags parlay money line is going to pay you four to one. Not bad. Ooh, that that, that that's, that's the producer pick of the week right there. Producer's pick of the week is Jacksonville on the money line. Go get those odds and smile. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, you degenerates. Thanks for hanging out with us again. Like I said, make sure you follow us wherever you get your podcasts. You need to look for Patriot Sports Radio or the game on Sports News and Picks. Uh, you can find us on YouTube here. Uh, it's youtube.com forward slash game on podcast. You can find us on Twitter at was it you guys got at patriot you guys got like so at many patriots handles. pod at our host guy is me he is at psr producer perfect and i'm uh at game on underscore picks and uh but you know you, you don't have to try to remember all that go searching for us if you go to game on.locals.com i have a little pinned up thing that says here's where to find all my stuff and you can just get a direct link to it so i mean and here on YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube, I have in the com or in the uh, description, I have tagged Patriot Sports channel. So you can go over to the click that, go subscribe to Patriot Sports YouTube channel, and that's where you'll find Rake and Awaken Rake tomorrow. And I'll be on with the guys tomorrow doing Beautiful. the same thing. But we'll be we'll be talking, chopping it up, and we'll we'll probably hear Coach talk about his diet again, and uh, we'll talk about Baker Mayfield, um, Baker Mayfield, yeah, all that fun stuff. All that the sorcerer stuff. of our emotions, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Anyways, thanks for hanging out with us. This was a lot of fun. Till next time, you degenerates. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening to the Football Super Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, connect with the guys and keep up with the show at PatriotSportsNow.com and GameOn.Locals.com. Until next time.